Good morning, my friend. Good evening, my friend. And um, we will, um, again, like, it's weird getting used to this whole podcast format where you and I are doing the Zoom recordings, only because we're used to just recording straight away, and now we have, like, a pre-podcast conversation, and then we were like, okay, well, let's record, and then it's, it's just, it's different. I'm getting used to it. It's a vibe. Yes. Yes, it is. So... How was your week? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked me that question because I was about to say it's a vibe. It's kind of like a coffee with caramel vibe. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, you don't you don't like how I say the word. Caramel. No, I didn't say that I don't like it. I think it's adorable. It's just very different to how we say it here. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, how was my week? Okay, so today at 2.30 in the afternoon, having worn it since 7 o'clock this morning, I realised that my jumper was on backwards, my sweater for those that are playing along in America. Yes. Um, my jumper was on backwards. And I like it's so funny because all day I'm being, just the neck is like feeling like it's really in my neck. And um, it was only that I started to get like an itch here and I was like, what that is there's something stuck in my jumper and it was the tag (laughs) and I just and I and I rang my boss and I went if that's not a metaphor for my entire week I don't know what is (laughs) just uh just dressed backwards and trying to make it through was that pretty much what this week just just you know (laughs) Murphy's law all week yeah amazing hair though Stephen did a wonderful job I like whenever it's, we. It's less like it's less fluorescent than it normally is, but I like it. But I just needed a change. I like how you went right into pose mode. You're like, oh I yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. those playing at home, I clearly, I clearly I, can't do Darryl it. Daryl has had three hair flips since I've come on camera. This is true. That, that's I, I can and I can't do a hair flip. I can, I can do one of these. That's about it. I can pondering something. Um, <laughs> Well, yes, it's it's Stephen did a, a wonderful job. It is not as fluorescent as normal, but you know, it works. Yeah, I needed a change, and um, it's still red. It's just a little bit more of a natural red, I think. Than it's pretty, it's fun. It all sounds really good. It does. Yeah, I'm, it I'm looks learning. fantastic too. Go visit my Instagram for those of you listening at hopeful ray of sunshine on instagram if you don't know that would be kind of interesting if somebody listens to our podcast and doesn't know our instagram handles because we really don't shout them out often Mm-mm. they'd be like oh i love these two i wish they were on social media where could i find them tell me more we we um how's your week um mine was good uh, i actually <clears throat> probably the the highlight of the week was yesterday i got my first vaccine so first round of the uh, oh, nice. vaccine so yeah we'll, we'll see i mean it's basically i don't know to this point there's like a little bit of soreness in my arm where i got the shot but that's that's pretty mm-hmm. much it um and they were they were really organized about getting these uh about getting these distributed um so yeah, it was in and out in probably 30 minutes and half of that was just sitting in the waiting area, making sure that there wasn't any kind of reaction to it. So yeah, doing my part. We have a temporary like hesitation on ours as far as I know. Okay. Any um, just blood clots. There's, they're, they're trying to determine that it doesn't cause blood clots. Okay. The one that we've got, because there's different vac- vaccines. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's a temporary pause, as far as I know. But yeah, and and there, I I know, and see, the big hesitation here has been because they did roll them out really, really quick. I mean, given the state of the world, we needed to, you know, you needed to have them. But I I think here the sentiment is starting to calm down a little bit. I think um, more and more people are, are booking these and it's, it's good because, you know, we're all, we're not sure what normal quote unquote is going to look like uh, in the next year or so, but you know, we're, we're on board for it. 
Yeah. It's also a very different situation. I think that we can afford to put a pause on it. Yeah. Whereas you guys can't, whereas Britain can't. Right. There are different places that can't. The, the number of COVID, like, I think we, like, at the moment have about two active cases, three active cases in the whole country. So, and explain again, because you did a couple of weeks ago, what is an active case? Because we see the numbers that we have here in the U.S. And if we hear two to three, we're like, how does that even happen? Like, there's that many people in my neighborhood yesterday that wound up getting COVID. That's how many people, active cases are that many people diagnosed in the last week with COVID. So, okay. So, yeah, that's exactly what, what it's like is, is people that have tested positive for it. Yeah. Uh, and all three of them are in different states. And their quarantine. The majority of our cases come from people coming into our country. Yeah. Makes sense. And I, I mean, that is, the, and we've talked about you guys in New Zealand and being, you know, isolated and how that's actually been very beneficial with this. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're, it's, it's getting better here, but it's, it, it is still kind of like, it's, yeah. It's I think too, I, and I think part of like part of us being, a commonwealth country is that we're used to being told what to do <laughs> and so yeah um you know it's that whole we have freedom now we and i'll never tell you that it's back to normal because it's not there's still regulations on public transport there's the amount of people that can be in a restaurant there's the amount of people that you can have at a wedding or a church and all those things no but for the most part you only have to wear a mask on public transport. In Sydney, in Melbourne, you have to wear them when you're shopping as well. Okay. But that's it. Um, and then anytime that there is more than one active case in an area, that area goes into lockdown for three days. So it's it's very controlled and it's very, I mean, like you it said. Is. And, we, and, and we listen because we, we know we're lucky. We need to. And... Yeah. Yeah, that's that that was the most interesting part of all of this here is people not wanting to listen and just I mean, you know, it's not political guys, it's just this is a public health. Do what needs to be done. What's the saying? There's only uh, two certainties, death and taxes. Yes. Oh, don't play into that at all. No matter what. One day we're all gonna die and every adult has to pay taxes at some point in their life it's, true. although it's extended, what you can do yeah. is you can have an accountant or have your stuff set up so that your taxes aren't going to affect you too much and you can wear a mask so that you know you're hopefully not going to die tomorrow you're going to die in 50 years yeah and i mean i um a couple things one they push the tax date back a month here in the in the u.s so that's good that gives that gives people more time to to get things organized there um our tax season isn't until october tax has yeah. to be tax financial year ends the 30th of june yeah tax has to be in by the 30th of october so pretty yeah and that makes sense because you guys i mean you're literally we're, we're on opposite ends of the world here so that makes sense that's kind of when the year end is and then you've got the same amount of time um, I am fascinated though, when you say in like 50 years, I, I think by the time that we're in our seventies and eighties, there's going to be a lot of bionic stuff going on. And, and I, I honestly think we might live to be a couple hundred years old. Who knows? But Look, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical about things and, and I'm absolutely a hundred percent able to tell you where that skepticism came from. Okay. It came from back to the future. Yes. Because it's past 2015 and I don't have my freaking hoverboard. And there aren't flying cars. The flying cars are really disappointing. The hover the hoverboards are just dangerous, the ones that I've seen. Um, and where are the silver jumpsuits? You can probably have those. Those those actually I could see being a fashion trend. That could be very fashionable. <laughs> Um, and oh, Nike, Nike did make those uh, those uh, laceless shoes. So, you know, we've got that. And I, I could fully see them um, doing the jumpsuits. Was that a Wendy's cup? Where's, where's that cup from? It is a Donut King cup. 
Who's Don- we don't have Donut King. It's that version of Duncan's, I think. Okay, I gotcha. So I went- when I was in Chicago, though. Yeah. I went to well, I went to Starbucks a lot when I was in the states. I did not buy coffee at Dunkin's. Yeah, it was. I had gone out to dinner, and we were just walking past Dunkin's on our way back to where we were staying in Chicago. And my friend, my friend Joy, looks at me and goes, "Do you guys have Dunkin' Donuts in Australia?" And I went, "No." And she's like, "All right, let's go buy a donut." <laughs> I went, okay, yeah, I've, I've got a photo of me standing out the front of Duncan's holding the bag. You you have to call it Duncan, though. They don't call it Duncan's. There's there's people listening to this right now that you're putting the the apostrophe uh, S on the end, and they're like, no. So it's Duncan no, Donuts. It's not Duncan's it's, Donuts. Well, it's not, it, no, it's, it's, it's just Duncan now. They don't even go by donuts. They're just Duncan. And it used to be dunk, like you would dunk your donut in coffee. It was dunk with coffee why Dunk- would anyone do that donuts i don't know okay so i thought up until this very minute i thought that it was a man called duncan's and he owned the donut shop so it's duncan's donuts so sorry i went to duncan donuts you know let's see i went to duncan you went to duncan i went to the one that is across the road from wrigley field in chicago yeah, yeah. and because we were there at the end of the day i my donut was very dry. I was disappointed. So I, I do, I do have a picture of me holding the bag that says Duncan on it. So we want to figure out two things. I want to make sure. I want to go to the Duncan. Let's, let's see. <laughs> I want to see who, who the name of the person that started it. Founded by. All right. Duncan Donuts founder. William Rosenberg. Rosenberg. No, see, yeah. I'm really disappointed, William, because over here, Duncan is a first name. And that would have been really cool. So here's you what we're also like that, we're, we're gonna give a shout out to Duncan's donuts, because there has to be Duncan D-U-N-C-A-N apostrophe S donuts. <laughs> Unless oh, this is sad. If there's a Dunkin's Donuts, it doesn't show up. It's all been, all the web space has been purchased by Dunkin. Dunkin. D-U-N. Duncan. Yeah, Dunkin. So uh, of, of the two, Starbucks or Dunkin, which side do you fall on? Starbucks. Well, I have to be on Starbucks because I never had any Dunkin coffee. Oh, very diplomatic. I, uh, I'm, I'm of the two. I like Starbucks. I'm okay with Dunkin coffee. The problem that I have with our Dunkin Donuts is like, the um, <clears throat> coffee here is it's well more so with the pandemic now, but like even before, it's it's very much a if you're not going to a small coffee shop, it is a drive-through and go type thing, and the drive-through mm-hmm. at our Dunkin' should have two lanes, but it doesn't. So like every time you go to that drive-through, there's like two or three close calls as far as like car accidents. So typically, I just go to Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks is a little closer too, but I have. I actually, and this is, see, I, I, get, I feel a little guilty telling you this because I have it both a Dunkin' and a Starbucks uh, probably 10 to 12 minutes from my house. So I know Starbucks. Don't feel guilty about that because, look, I, I see the fact that Starbucks being 45 minutes away from me, yeah. I actually see that as a positive because yeah. it's not normal for me to want to spend $8 on a cup of coffee. <laughs> um, and because I don't have it every day, yeah, I really, really enjoy it when I have it. It's special when I have it. Um, and if I had one around the corner, and I know this for a fact because many years ago, probably about 12 years ago, 13 years ago, we had them everywhere. Yeah. They went out of business. They did. But we had them everywhere. And I went there every single day. Yeah. So I, I, I do enjoy that it's, it's so far away. Um, when I was in the States... The only coffee that I enjoyed, I bought coffee from some chain at LAX. I did not like it. I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. Pete's Coffee? Caribou? Yes. Caribou? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh They have like a little mousse. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it wasn't nice. And I like I nearly died. I I bought an iced coffee. Okay. And um or an I like an iced latte to be <laughs> and she's like, How many ounces do you want? And I, you know, I, I'm in the metric system. I don't know what ounces are. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, um, the smallest one. And she's like, well, for, you know, 80 cents more, you can get yeah. the bigger one. And, and in my head, I thought, well, I've got three hours to sit here and wait for my flight to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll get the bigger one. <laughs> the cup was bigger than my head, oh, Daryl. It was oh, yeah. the biggest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I would not be able to drink that much coffee in, well, no, I mean, realistically, I could drink that much coffee in a week, but it would probably take me about three days. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't even make it halfway through. I just threw it in the bin and went and bought a bottle of water. Yeah. Um, because it just, like, <laughs> I started to feel the, the hydration from yeah. my body just leave. It's like draining, like yeah. I'd already been on a plane for like 14 hours or whatever. I was already like dehydrated. Um, but yeah, and so I had McDonald's coffee, mm-hmm. which was fine. That's yeah. that's possible. That's, yeah. Passable. That's a good way to describe It's possible. Sorry, I had coffee at three places that I love. So I had McDonald's coffee is possible. Uh, Starbucks coffee it tastes the same yeah. there and here. Yeah. Which made it really easy because I knew what I would order. Um, Cause that's the trouble that I had everywhere. I didn't know. I, I didn't like the taste of creamers. Yeah. And like, everyone's like, do you want cream with your coffee? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I use cream for like cooking and stuff and for cakes uh, and stuff. Okay. So I'm like, why would anyone put cream in their coffee? Was what I was thinking. Yeah. And then, but like, even the first time I went to Starbucks and they're like listing the milks. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Okay. So, so I swear at least the choice of 15 different milks. Well, probably only about eight, but it was a lot. It is. No, they, they, they have a lot of options when it comes to, to their milk choices. Now, do you, so how do you take your coffee? Do you put milk in your coffee? What do you do normally? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like, so, I'm, yeah. But then the, the, what we, cause what we use is half and half. So it's half milk, half cream that you actually use that for cooking. That's not for coffee. I don't know what that is. Okay. So like. <laughs> This is gonna be cream fun, here but... comes in like a tub this big. Yeah. And it's it's like you use it for baking or you use it on top of cakes or on top of pancakes. So that is it up and you put it on top of things. This is so okay. So this is basically kind of like a I'm I'm getting confused with what you're saying with butter. Now I, I know use butter no, but, but butter is totally different butter I, is butter you don't put butter on pancakes sometimes no only at mcdonald's like if you order hot cakes at mcdonald's yeah, you get whipped butter. butter that's the only place okay so, so they have brought the american version of pancakes over to mcdonald's with mcdonald's okay um yeah yeah it sounds like so it sounds like what you guys use cream for is a lot of what we use butter for and i think it's the same product it might be whipped and then kind of Brought down to a liquid. Okay. So, a so the butter, the whipped butter that you get at McDonald's is yes. like a step further than what okay. you would have as your whipped cream. So if you kept whipping your cream. So we're talking about. Turn okay. into whipped butter. And then if you kept whipping it, it would turn into butter butter. So, okay. So whipped cream is what you, is what you have on like pancakes and stuff and use for baking. Okay. This makes sense. Yeah. So basically the cream before it's whipped, you take one part of that and one part of milk, and then you have our basic creamer. That's called half and half. It's half milk, half cream. Now, okay. Americans are obsessed with flavored creamers. So, like, caramel. yeah, I didn't like the residue no. on my tongue. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird. I, I don't really like the flavored creamers as much. I actually, uh, because I was at I was at TJ Maxx this week. They had like these um, 
they had like the flavored syrups, which typically if you go to a coffee shop, that's what they do is they put the syrups in. I put a little bit of vanilla syrup in my coffee. So, yeah. And I actually picked up one of them, like the, the caramel that I got is, um, is sugar free. And I actually picked that one up by accident. I, it's the first probably sugar free product that I'm kind of like, you know what, this is all right. Like I could actually do this mm. now. The hazelnut is, is full sugar and it's like one small spoonful and it's like 30 grams of sugar. That's it's, it's a lot, but, um, but yeah, no, we, the basic creamer that we use is half and half. It's a little bit thicker than just milk. Um, it has a little bit more fat to it, but I mean, honestly, I guess if you used, because 2% milk is kind of the standard over here. If you use whole milk, I, I don't think in coffee, there would be that much difference between whole milk Okay. So if you were to go to say you're ordering coffee at McDonald's or Starbucks. Yes. McDonald's more than Starbucks. You would get the choice of three different types of milk usually. Okay. Full cream, mm-hmm. light, which is probably like 2%, and then skim, which is your next step down from 2%. Yeah. Oh, and now almond milk. And soy milk. I've tried almond milk and coffee. I do not like it. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. It's just a crime against humanity. Yeah. Like it's awful. Every time I see somebody post, like, oh my gosh, and use almond milk, I'm like, you're, you're just. It's like when somebody, when, like, I think it was Amber the other day was doing the nature cereal thing from TikTok. Yeah. And um, and I said you had me until you poured it's coconut okay. water over it, and then I was out. <laughs> She's yeah, like, it's I really can... nice. I'm like, nope, I'm out. Um, yeah, yeah. But Star- Starbucks, you would be able to get like oat milk and all those sorts of things. But again, like, so I could order. The first time I went to Starbucks in the states, I was like, they're like, <laughs> what kind? what kind of milk do you want? And I've looked at Joy, like, <laughs> does it not come from a cow? <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me and she went, okay, wait, do you want full fat milk or not? And I've gone, I usually like like skim milk. And she's like, give it 2%. There you go. And they're like, okay. And then that, that just became my standard thing. Can I have 2%? Smart. I That's didn't smart. even know what it was. I just knew it tasted nice. <laughs> it's like I was going to go with two <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, well, and a question I had, because I've, uh, the whole Starbucks in Australia thing has been a case study on like how they, they were doing this global expansion and basically tanked. Um, so like when it was over there, I mean, was it, start was it nearly was it crowded every day or was it just like maybe there'd be a couple people in there like what was that like um it was different for different locations right so the one in my office was always dead the reason i went there and and this was in a busy city center yeah so and the reason i went there was because i knew i would never have to line up for coffee yeah um but there was one in my house that I was living in at that time and they were open until late. And because they were open until late, we would sit there for hours and drink coffee and chat. Yeah. Um, I think the mistake that they made back then that they haven't made now Yeah. is um, so you've got a few in the CBD. So right in near like the opera house and everything, yeah. because that's where the tourists are. Yes. And they don't have drive through because they're in the middle of the city and good luck getting your car into a drive through in the middle of the city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they don't have drive through but the ones that they've put, so they put two that are 45 minutes away from me. There's one 45 minutes that way and one 45 minutes that way. They've put drive throughs on those. And I think that if they were to bring it back and put yeah. a drive through on it, it would do really well. Yeah. Um, Australians, Australians are coffee snobs. Yeah. We are coffee snobs um, because Melbourne is renowned for being one of the coffee capitals of the world. Yeah. And, um, and so I think originally it didn't do well because people went, mm, I'm not paying $6 for a cup of mediocre coffee. Yeah. But what people will pay for is a speedy drive through on their way to work. I get in the car, I get my coffee. I don't have to wait for all the people ordering their hash browns and their, 
you know, sausage and egg McMuffins, which my McMuffin of choice, just saying. There you go. Um, you know, it, it is quick and like, and to the point where I've actually looked in the area that I live in and I'm like, if they were going to put it anywhere, that's where it should go. And I think they probably will bring it back, but they just, they went too hard too fast. Caesar's Pizza, Little Caesar's. Yeah. Same thing. Too hard, too fast. Little Caesar's Pizza. Well, I'll, I'll come back to that. I, I have a whole thing on Little Caesar's. Um, the drive through at Starbucks is super fast anyway. And we've, mm. are, are you guys, how, how universal is it where you'll just order, like order your stuff through the app now and go pick it up? Like, are you doing a lot of ordering at the drive through or are you ordering ahead and then either picking up and taking away? It's at the point where McDonald's gives you a million rewards if you order through the app. Ah. People are just starting to learn that you can. Does that make sense? That's that's where we were a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 And and in terms of stuff like that, we we probably are a bit behind. And so I think start uh, like I think Starbucks will do really well in certain suburbs particularly and so particularly out here because we are so far away so we're we're under an hour away from the the city yeah but you also have to drive yeah if you're out here you either have to drive to get to a train station or you have to drive to work or drop your kids off the drive-through is a convenience because people don't want to get out of the car it's raining yeah. i don't want to get out of the car I've got a yeah. baby in the back seat don't want to get out of the car um so I think it could go really well. And yeah. I totally did hear Dingo got my baby when you said baby in the backseat. That's why I smiled. Um, did, did you hear it in a real Australian accent or did you hear it in that uh, Meryl Streep, Dingo's got no, my baby? I, I, heard it, I heard it in your accent. That's why I was like, <laughs> you said it. I'm like, <laughs> um, God. so like, yeah, well, it, so here's the drive-through experience now. I, I will order my Starbucks stuff when I'm sitting in my driveway and then it'll, my GPS will be like, you are nine minutes away. This will be ready in six. Are you sure you want to place your order now? Yes. I get to the drive-thru. I pull up and like pick up order for Daryl. Okay, cool. Come around. And then like I swing around and they just give you your, your order. Like it is so fast. And once you guys really adapt, adopt that, I remember I I thought ordering from the app was the dumbest thing. Like I was like, oh, I'll never do this. And then I remember um, over the Christmas season once I was at the, the big shopping mall that we have here and this, there's a Starbucks in the mall and it was like the line was out the door. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. I can just order something on the app. And I did. And I just walked around the mall, came back 20 minutes later and went to the little uh, mobile pickup station, picked up my drink. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is easy. I, mm. I, I, I see you all behind this now. So I, I mean, but like some of that, like the whole Apple wallet thing, I'm, I don't like having everything on my phone. Like, no, I, I don't know that. Have, yeah, I think you got to have, but there's, there's some, I don't like being a hundred percent frictionless one, because again, you have everything on your device, which probably is it gets too easy. It, it does. It really does. And it's like, um, but yeah, I mean, the convenience factor Time is something like saving time is something that we all want to do. So, I mean, I, I see why everybody here is a, has adopted it. And McDonald's is smart giving you guys a bunch of points because, see, once you get in the habit of this whole frictionless ordering thing, it becomes way, way, way too easy. Now, Little Caesars, um, they were, when I was there, there's, there's like two versions of Little Caesars. They were kind of like a standard pizza chain when, when we were kids. As a matter of fact, I remember I used to go to Kmart and they had a Little Caesars in there. The pizza I thought was really good back then. Um, so like we would go to Kmart, I would get a couple slices of pizza and my little soda. For Chris, if you're listening, I'd play Street Fighter 2 because they had Street Fighter 2 there as well. Um, it like I would just like I, I would I would have a good old time. And then about 10 years ago when the um when we had the economy stuff here, um like a lot of these pizza chains started dropping their prices, but they also dropped the quality of their ingredients. And, and Little Caesars was notorious for like 
really cheap pizza. They they had a they would do like a five dollar deal. They called it the hot and ready. And like where I worked at, we had a couple people that would order them all the time, and we would just call them quick and dirty because they were nasty. Like these things were so greasy. But yeah, yeah. childhood Little Caesars I I loved, but as an adult, not so much. The Little Caesars came to Australia probably. Probably five years ago. Okay. And, well, maybe, yeah, no, it would have been five years ago. And they went from, we went from having no Little Caesars to every suburb had at least one. Yeah. Like it was massive. And that's what Starbucks did too. It's like, boom, we're just going to explode. No, no, no. Australians are stubborn. And what you need to do is what Carl Jr.'s does. (laughs) Which is goes, we want to win this market. So we're going to set up one shop. We're going to make it really hard to get our product. Yeah. And then we're going to set up another shop. Still really hard to get our product. And by the time we're everywhere, you guys want us so bad that it doesn't matter. Um, so Little Caesars set up everywhere. And yeah. it worked really well in certain areas because the food was so cheap. Yeah. Right. The pizza... And, and the, as soon as you said the greasy thing, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. Like it, it, and it, and it's so true. I was just like, I literally got that taste in my mouth. <laughs> I but, so but it was really cheap. And so it works so well in certain areas, but overall. Yeah. Why would I pay $5 for a cheap, crappy pizza? when i could pay seven dollars for like even it domino's pizza is seven dollars right now it's not great quality pizza but but the difference in the two dollars is massive yeah domino's um because when all this stuff started with the pizza wars over here um domino's really had to take a step back uh because they got they got some bad social media pr on, on some stuff um, but they they changed their recipe. They were actually the first one of the chains that went from, okay, we're dropping the quality of everything to we're going to do this a little bit better. And at least for a couple of years, they kept their pricing exactly the same. So it was a better quality pizza where you're paying the same as what you would for uh, Little Caesars. And, and, and Little Caesars was always like a notch below them, below the other ones, but like you know Pizza Hut and all that. P- pizza Hut kind of disappoints me because I feel like they have really cheapened their ingredients. They still use the same seasoning was what they used when we were kids but like it just it disappoints me because they went back to the old packaging and i it it got me like i saw the old box from like 1990 and i'm like oh i have to order this and it was the same cheap ass pizza that i've been eating for like you know the last five years very disappointing here's the thing right i a few things one i remember when going to a pizza party at pizza hut was like a big deal yeah. right that was a big deal if somebody was having their birthday party at pizza hut you were like oh my gosh um it's gonna be the best day ever um but i have become a person in the last few years where i would much you know if i'm gonna spend 20 dollars on pizza hut pizza any yeah. leftovers that are not great and not usually even eat the leftovers. Right. One, you know, I really like wood fire pizza. I would rather buy one good wood fire pizza. Yeah. And I'll see every single bite of it. than buy three mediocre pizza hut pizzas. That's, and yeah. I think the only time that I will tell you any different is if I'm having a party with a lot of people. Yes. And I would rather, you know, cheaply feed a lot of people. We did. Be, 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 <laughs> it's it's one of those things, and it and it comes back to that thing that we've always talked about, which is, for some reason in our heads, we seem to think that uh, more is better, right? And it's it's not more is just more. Yeah, and that you know, so like it, we've had, we've probably had Pizza Hut. Two or three times since in the last year, year and a half. And the one time that I can remember it really fitting the bill for what we needed was the day we moved into our house and we had like movers in and out. We had 
um, you know, fr family in and out. Like we had a lot of people. So we ordered, I ordered like $60 worth of Pizza Hut pizza. It's a lot of fucking pizza. Um, and it worked well. Now, if I'm going to have pizza, if I'm going to do pizza on the regular, there's usually one of three options. There's the, there's a, a, a chain here called rapid fire that does the, the, uh, the, like the wood, like the, or excuse me, like the brick oven. Um, yeah. pizzas. Those, are, those are really good. Like I, I really do enjoy those. Um, or we'll go to a chain. I think it's a regional chain here called Dewey's. They have a, a Buffalo chicken pizza that I really, really enjoy. Uh, or the, the last time I got pizza about a week or two ago, I got this Chicago deep dish stuff by this local place here. Um, those will be the ones that I go with. And it's because, yeah, the, the quality is just, it's better. Like you get to the point where um, it's not about the most volume of food for your money. It's like, give me quality. So it's a very adult concept, I think. I think it is too. And I also think that it's probably a very modern concept because, yeah. you know, particularly for those of us that, that struggled with money or, you know, having enough to eat, the idea of like, my mother would die. My mother would die if she knew that I'd rather pay $22 for a pizza than buy three for $22. Yeah. What a waste of money, Rachel. Well, no, it's just a difference of values. Yeah. And, and look, her values make sense. She had a lot of people to feed. Yeah. But I live in a house with two adults. You better yeah. believe I want to enjoy my food. Yeah. And well. it doesn't make me feel... It doesn't make me feel heavy or gross afterwards. I like I I told you before, pizza pizza is never my number one choice. Right. Right. I I had a surgery that took part of my stomach. So pizza is not my number one choice for Understood. fast food. Understood. Um, and even before, I mean, I always didn't mind it, but it was never my number one choice. Yeah. Um, I, I like pizza. I'm not like a pizza diehard, right? Um, I like garlic bread, right? If you tell me my pizza's coming with garlic bread, I will happily skip the pizza and just eat the garlic bread. Would you eat a pizza that has a garlic bread crust? Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and occasionally I will get a garlic cheese pizza because then it's mm -hmm. the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, the other thing is like I've gone away from the traditional pizza toppings normally. I mean, if I get the yeah. wood fire one, yeah, if I get the wood fire one, it's like this... Um, it's like this uh, green pizza with like pesto and and I think that there is definitely mozzarella, but it's got like it's it's got a lot of veggies on it. It's not a veggie pizza. I think there's still there's like chicken or something on it, and I really don't even. And I was uh, you know like, I think when you switch away from the red sauce, I no longer even consider it pizza because like you have this traditional view of what pizza is, but there's so many mm. other options that taste really really good. I don't necessarily consider them like a traditional pizza, but you know, it, it's, it, again, it's kind of like this shift in values, this shift in taste, but, but I think that, that, I mean, it, it speaks to the point that, yeah, it's, it's not about survival and, and feeding all the mouths in the household. It's, you know, there's a couple of us here and we want to eat quality stuff. We don't want to feel like garbage when we're done. And, and yeah, yeah. I, it's, I think it's a shift and I think it's a generational shift because even when we were, when we were kids here, in the U.S., it has been more bang for your buck, more bang for your buck, and that started to change. But I can yeah. remember from really when McDonald's introduced the extra value meals and supersizing. That's the first time I really rem remember seeing that it's about how much volume of food you can get versus quality. So yeah, my pizza, my favorite local pizza, is from a yeah. place called Luigi's. Yeah, and it has prosciutto, bocconcini. Okay. And rocket with a balsamic glaze. That is fancy. I want to try that. Actually. Oh, it is delicious. It is so delicious. And when you come and visit me, I will buy you Luigi's pizza. <laughs> Deal. Take you up on that. Absolutely. I mean, it's literally two minutes from my house. <laughs> so I live right next door to like a whole bunch of restaurants and a massive shopping center, a mall. So uh, I will say this: you, you mentioned the the pizza places uh, close by. 
Um, we have one that delivers to our neighborhood that a lot of people rave about. And I will tell all you local people that are listening, I think Poseidon's pizza is trash. I, I really do. And it's like, I mean, they, they did some really creative marketing things with the pandemic. They were very helpful. They were like, they, they, um, they did all kinds of like fundraisers. They did a lot of really good stuff in the community, but we tried it three times. It's trash. And I don't, I, I, <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, you guys, uh, plus, you know, they, yeah, I, I just, I don't, I like the pizza place I went to the other night, the bourbon house, like they fought, like they, um, that's another thing with Poseidon's like, there's a bunch of us that have tagged them. They don't follow any of us on Instagram. And it's, it's kind that. of funny after a while. And they, they typically don't even share things. They'll like that you've you know, mentioned them. It's like, whatever. Um, but like, but like, so, but, but here's, here's the cool thing. This is, this is, this is what it's like to be a small business on social media. The bourbon house, I shared that, that we were having their pizza and like, they, you know, they, they thanked us for continuing to come up there and like do carry out and do all this stuff. And, you know, like we had a, a little bit of a back and forth. I said, well, you know, we love your guys' pizza. We love all the stuff that you guys are trying to do. And the other pizza place, <laughs> Poseidon's was doing that stuff first during the pandemic. So that's kind of like where I think they got a lot of attention from our household, at least. Uh, but the other place like followed suit and they started doing stuff. And it's, yeah, I mean, just that, that's, that's a pet peeve of mine when you're a small business is like, don't act like you're too cool to interact with your, with your customers. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm sorry. I had to laugh. Have you ever watched The Office? Yes. So there's an episode when Michael tells the team that he's bought them really great pizza and from Alfredo's, and and Kevin looks at him and goes, "Is it, is it Alfredo's pizza, or like is it pizza from Alfredo's, or is it Alfredo's Pizza Cafe?" And it's like, it's pizza from Alfredo's. And Kevin's like, oh. And he's like, and Michael looks at him and goes, would you not rather a lot of mediocre pizza to a little bit of great pizza? And Kevin's like, no, you always choose a little bit of great pizza. The other one tastes like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and you would talk when you were like, Poseidon's is, like, Poseidon's is trash. Trash. And I'm like, I, it made me laugh, and it made me made me think of that pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. Well, and and like my my thing was um, my my favorite part of the office has to do with pizza again. Was when he's in when he's in New York, he's like, I like coming to New York because it lets me try my favorite pizza, and it's like Sabaro, this chain, this pizza chain with a mall in the airport. All these great independent restaurants, yeah. Red Lobster. God. Oh, I, I'll tell you, I stopped watching The Office regularly when Jim and Pam got married. I need to go back and watch all of you it. Do. I know you it's do. All, so, I know it's did, did I tell you about it, right? For years, I resisted it. Years yeah. and years and years, yeah. I resisted this because, okay, I love America and I love Americans, but what I don't like is that there's a lot of American remakes yeah. of British or Australian shows and I don't necessarily love the remakes right. um, particularly because the style of humour is very different like British humour is very subtle and American humour is very straightforward and that's not to say one is better but it's very different and um, yeah and so I resisted for a really long time and then it came onto Netflix here yep. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch one episode. <laughs> yeah. This was five, but this was, oh no, now this would be seven weeks ago. Yes, I know. I will watch one episode. And then one episode became five, which became six, which was the entire first season. So it's rude to not watch yeah. the second season. Yeah. And the first episode of the second season is when Pam gets drunk at the Dundies. Yes. And that was it. I was in. And I watched the entire thing, yeah. first season to final episode. And I've now probably watched it all again. And I'm obsessed with the Office Ladies podcast. I was going to ask if you were listening to that. I, yeah. I was. Yeah, I, was, I, I listen to it all day, every day at work. I, I, 
it's so cool because um, <clears throat> I started, I, I was working in the office um, when, when that first came out. So I listened mm. to every episode up till the Dundies, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I love that they do it. I love their back and forth. And that's, that just speaks to the whole thing of like, Hey, you I can- love that they're best friends. I yeah, love that. And I, and I like that it's actually, Angela is actually the really sweet and yeah lovely one. And Jenna's a bit more of a, a you know, well, snarky. a stickler for order. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, I, I really, and, and see like, and when I started listening to that, I started watching The Office again. The reason that I stopped watching it is at the time I was working phone sales for the phone book, which was a lot closer to the paper company. So that show was life a lot for me. Um, but yeah, I, I could totally go back and watch it now and, uh, and probably really enjoy it. But yeah, that that's, it, it's cool when you find a podcast tied into a show because then you want to go back and watch the show and you got all yeah. this to and watch. So- and what I like about the podcast is that it tells you certain things. And so like they openly acknowledge the fact that a lot of people have resisted watching their show. Yeah. Because of the fact that there was a British office. Now I'm going to say something really controversial here. I think Ricky Gervais is very funny and yeah. I think he's very clever. I don't particularly like the British office. Much it, um, it, it, maybe it hits a little too close to home but basically uh, what I liked on the podcast was that they said that um, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant had a, a meeting with Greg Daniels and the writing team and what they said to them was in Britain you can get away with being really crap at your job and never getting fired because the British are too polite to fire people. But in America, you can't do that. So what you have to do with your protagonist is you have to show that he's actually really clever or really good at his job in certain ways, or that he's a really good salesman. And you see that you see like for all of his stupidity. And then he gets in and makes a hundred thousand dollar sale because he's good with people. Because his employees hate him. Hate him. I'm using air quotes for anybody listening yeah. at home. Air they quotes on the podcast. One of the best things. <laughs> but he's actually really good with people. And and um, and so they said you needed that. And with an American show, you really need heart. Yeah. And Jim and Pam are your heart. So you need to really play to those two things you need a, a boss who's a buffoon but is not without talent and you need heart at the corner of your show and, and that's sort of what gets you in and um I was listening to this great um interview with BJ Novak who plays Ryan on The Office but he's also uh, one of the writers of The Office super talented yeah he's super he's, talented he is such he's really incredible he is an incredible like marvelous marvelously incredible human being i think like talented human being and he was saying they asked him who his favorite character was on the office and he said michael scott is my favorite character on the office because it's an unpopular opinion people don't like to have the main character be your their favorite he said the homer simpson's my favorite on the simpsons and tony soprano is my favorite on the sopranos yeah um he said if i was going to pick a character that wasn't michael scott I would say Toby is my favorite on the office <laughs> and Toby's also one of the writers and it's, um, you know, Mindy Kaling. I, I didn't know anything or I knew her name. I knew what she looked like. I'd seen her around and I knew her voice because my niece is obsessed with inside out. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> I didn't know anything about her and she's just so talented and th- that's it. The whole cast, still, the whole crew. One of the funniest things on The Office to me. Well, w- yeah, one of the funniest things was the time where she's like, Ryan, I'm pregnant. And then they cut away to her and she's just like, <laughs> I, just, I just think that was, that's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I think it's, I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. And like the thing with Michael, and I'm not exactly sure when they did this, but, I, and I've heard people talk about this, it's like, 
it wasn't even necessarily he had like one or two episodes where he was like he would close a really big sale but the big thing with him is they turned him into this guy that was a complete buffoon but there would be little snippets where you would see him and he would get emotional and you could tell that he was invested and that he really cared about these people he just could not he really didn't he couldn't communicate yeah and, and that that was when they made him more of a human character he's probably my favorite too i i think anybody especially if you work in like if you work in sales you think you're jim like the first like from the the very beginning you're like oh well this is this is me i'm in this job i'm not going to be in this as a career these people around me are you know this, this is just stepping stone but like as i watched the show yeah I, I totally i agree michael scott was my favorite character so I, I like i'm just sat here thinking about how he uh grilled his foot on the george oh, he cooked his foot yeah and yeah and then um and then when when he says to Pam, were there any messages? And she's like, you missed a conference call with corporate. And he's like, did you not tell them that I was about my injury? And she's like, no, I didn't tell them that you cooked your foot. <laughs> we're, well, and that was, yeah, so, and that was, that was the episode where Dwight had the concussion. <laughs> Dwight, what's your middle name? Yes, yes. and I just yeah. um, actually, and Dwight, somebody that I just so much love for him. Yeah. And, I have so much love for all of them. And like, and that's that's really special. Yeah. When you have all these really different characters. Yeah. And you feel real affection and love for all of them. I just, yeah, I'm now obsessed. It's a cool, like, I, I you know, and, and you think back to how, and you, you see how these careers have, have played out. And you go back to, and they talk about this on the podcast, I mean, how they were struggling. Even when yeah. they were doing the pilot, even when they were doing the first season. And these are people that were out in Hollywood for years, if not over a decade before this actually yeah. took off. Um, yeah. I, well, Pam, I, Pam, I, I, so Pam and Angela really liked, do, I love doing the podcast because they had both worked in offices and as receptionists for years. Yeah. Um, what was the thing that I liked? I liked that Phyllis was actually a casting director. She was casting the show. Yeah. And they got her to read the parts and just because they were casting other parts. And then they were like, nobody else can be Phyllis. And now she's done extremely well. Well, and that's like that whole Harrison Ford Han Solo thing. I mean, that yeah. was, you know, he wasn't even at first George Lucas wasn't even going to let him um read for a part because he had been in american graffiti and didn't want to have him but and you see there's this star wars documentary um that kind of goes through and like shows the, the cast readings and it's just it's just it's funny to see because like yeah at the time the guy was a carpenter trying to you know make uh make ends meet and he ended up they said that he took the whole prep I guess reading the lines and preparing the other actors so seriously that eventually it just got to the point where we're like okay well he has to be this character so was it Vin Diesel, Steven Spielberg, whoever was casting for Saving Private Ryan, saw Vin Diesel working as a bouncer and went, yeah. that's who we need for that role. And that started everything. That And he was like, I mean, he, he was basically what The Rock is now for like two years. Vin Diesel was in everything. Yeah. And was in Fast and Furious for still, are they still making those movies? Uh, there's been nine films as far as I know. It's insane. I think you I know saw... They got better as they went on. The first one was okay. The second one, not so great. The third one, I don't, I'm not a real fan. But from like five or six, when they brought The Rock in, yeah, they actually became really good films. It's sort of like when Batman all of a sudden became really good films. Yeah. And you just go, oh, and it's like nobody expected the Marvel films to be what they were. Well, there's a there's another wrestler <clears throat> that plays in the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was his big break. And then he's had a couple more serious roles. And there's been Rump- Dave Batista. Dave Batista, yeah. And he um and they're saying, like, as far as actual acting chops, that he's pro- some like he's probably better than The Rock. He's probably not gonna get to that level i mean because the rock is like the biggest action star there is but um yeah david, in hollywood what's that the rock is the highest paid actor in hollywood he he well the, the rock is like on a completely different level like than anybody just with who he is and what he does 
Um, but yeah, the, the interesting thing about uh, Dave Batista is like he got into wrestling later, um, whereas most of these guys are like in their late teens, early 20s. He was he was probably 30 before they even put him in developmental. And I mean, he was in his mid 30s when they brought him up to like the main thing. He did that for like five or 10 years or whatever. And then like the thing with wrestling is nostalgia is a huge thing there, which makes sense because it's like geared towards people around our age, guys around our age, well, people around our age, but like they play on nostalgia a lot. So these guys will come in and out and most of them are still in really good shape, even if they're in their forties and fifties and whatnot. So like, yeah, he's made a couple appearances, but he started really late. So to actually see what he's been able to go into in such a short period of time has, has been really cool. So but yeah, makes me laugh too. He's really good at strikes. What's that? He's really funny. He's very yeah. good at being funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, but, but that he's an interesting one to watch the, the fast and the furious movies. Like the first one I thought was okay, which I mean, I was like 18 or 19 years old. I better have thought that movie was okay. Cause that I was clearly who it was geared towards, but like I, I saw the second one. I was kind of like, eh, and I haven't really watched any of them since then. So I look, Okay, I have great affinity for The Rock. Mm-hmm. I really, really like Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I as 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 the person he appears to be, I find him very likable, and I will watch anything with him in it. Do I think he's going to win an Academy Award? No. He's but sometimes I eat popcorn because it's delicious, and not because it's nutritious. Right. Sometimes you got to watch a movie because it's fun rather than feeding your soul just sort of makes you a bit happy did did i tell you about the time when i met the rock when i was a teenager i tell you about this yes. okay. yeah i mean he that was he i i think he is at least very close to if not 100 that person in real life which was so cool because like when i met him he was definitely he was on his way up but like he was one of these wrestlers that was trying to break out um, yeah. I was, you know, running behind, but like he, like he spent time to actually talk to me, which I thought was super cool. So. I liked, there was an interview with Billy Connolly once and they said to Billy Connolly out of everybody that you've met in Hollywood, who is exactly who people want them to be. And he looked at the interviewer and he went, Sandra Bullock, you'll never meet a person nicer. And I liked that. I was yeah. like, and I like the and then I saw an interview with Sarah Poulson from when they were doing Ocean's Eight, and she's like, um, "So I had a I had a habit because I was so infatuated with Rihanna that I was singing her songs around her all the time." <laughs> and Sandy had to pull me aside and say, "Just Sarah, just just play it a little bit cool, okay? Just play it a little bit cool. Just bring it down a bit, play it cool." But yeah. <laughs> well, and and so you know, I think that. Um... And and that will absolutely be our question for this week is like, which celebrity would you like to meet? But we, we all do hope that like, we hope in real life that these, that, that they're down to earth and you know, that they're, uh, that they're kind and that they're genuine. Um, oh my gosh. What else was I going to say about this? Um, oh my goodness. Well, you know, I, I think the thing with, um, with Dwayne Johnson is like, I mean, he's, it's not about the Academy Awards. It's it's about like, I mean, this guy just seems to do all of the things and, you know, he seems to have just a really, really he's good... He's having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's... And, and people will give him shit now because he's got the tequila brand and they're like, oh, you're always trying to sell. It's like, well, you know, gotta make money off the stuff you're doing, man. Like, you might as well. Mm. So, but... Nothing comes to nothing. That's right. So yeah, I, I think that that could be our question our question for this week is which celebrity Oh, this is ironic. Have you dropped out? We've literally gone the whole podcast and you're dropping out now. I am going to screenshot you because you look very funny. Mm-hmm. 
A weird thing happened when we were recording this. Um, the video feed just completely cut off and my laptop died while it was charging, which was weird. But uh, we do have a question for you guys this week. And we want to know when it comes to celebrities, who's a celebrity that you would like to meet in real life? You know, we talked about how you hope that they're genuine and down to earth when you meet them. Which celebrity is it that you, uh, you would like to come into contact with. So let us know on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we, uh, <laughs> it, it, a bit of a different wrap up for this week, but, uh, but yeah, this, this was a, a fun chat. We talked about the, uh, the fast food restaurants. We talked about the office. We talked about movie stars. Uh, this was again, another light episode, but a good episode. So thank you always for listening and we'll talk to you guys again real soon.